Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to the Happy As Fuck podcast. I'm your host, Angie Jordan. Today, we're going to talk about what to do when you feel overcome with worry and doubt. So thanks for tuning in and let's get into it. Okay, guys, so worry and doubt, let's talk about it. It's such a, a hot topic, and I guess it's kind of shifted more from worry to anxiety in our society today. Um, we talk about anxiety. You guys, we have one of the most like anxiety-ridden societies probably of all times. People are stressed. People are anxious. People don't know what to do with all this um, this, this anxious energy. People are worried. People are trying to control the outcomes. So let's let's talk about it. There's so many different things that are out there to help you with anxiety. And just an FYI, um, I definitely, you know, recommend if you are someone who is, um, you know, riddled with anxiety, you can also um, search for some sources that you can, um, some external sources as well as internal. So we can talk about some of those things as well. But really, I want to talk about um, internally, uh, what's happening when we feel overcome with worry and doubt and um, sort of how we can what we can do to overcome that from an internal perspective, um, not necessarily external meaning like natural things that we can take to sort of ease our anxiety. But let's sort of examine where it's coming from, and how we can um, work through these things internally. So let's talk about what worry and doubt really are. Um, really, when we're when we worry, when we're anxious, it's really us trying to be controlling. It's it's really us not trusting. It's you playing small. Okay, so it is you worrying about how things are going to fall into place, how you're going to get this money, how you're going to, um, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever it is. It's you playing small. It's you feeling like you have to control the outcomes. When you worry, it means you're not sold on what it is that you are manifesting. Okay. So if you know the steps of manifestation and you know that you have to embody and believe and become what you're trying to manifest, being worried and doubting is exactly the opposite of that. It's you're not sold on what you're manifesting. It means you've not given it to God. You have not given it to God. It means that some part of you is still trying to control the outcome. It means that you have taken your eyes off of the prize. You've become disconnected from source. Um, one, one, um, I think it was Gabby Bernstein a long time ago. I read, um, in one of her books, or maybe it was a a newer book, but, uh, something that she recommends is, you know, having a prayer box or or a box or something like that. And when you're trying to manifest something, or you're trying to, um, see something through, or you want something or, you know, whatever it is, like say it's, um, you know, you need, maybe it's not money. Maybe it's something in a relationship with someone or whatever it is, whatever concern that you have, whatever thing that you want, you write it down 
and you put it inside your prayer box on your altar. Um, but if you don't have an altar, you need to make some sort of like sacred space where you're like intentional. Uh, when you come to this sacred space, it could be, um, you know, for me, it's like a, a shelf on a, on a, on a bookshelf. So it's kind of like an, an altar, but you, what, what it does is it tells, um, it lets the universe know, like you're coming here, you're being intentional. This is your intentional space. This is what you intend to do. Um, so you can put it inside of this box and what you do is you leave it there. So it's inside of this box and you leave it there for, you know, three days or a week. And then after that time, and that's like, you've, you've given it to, you've made your request known, you've put it in a prayer box, you've made your request known, you've given it to God. And in a week you take that piece of paper out and you burn it. And that is symbolic of you giving it to God and now it's done. So that is a practice that, um, I think is a really, uh, a really good, um, not indication, but it, it kind of, it's, it's very symbolic of how you give to give what you want up to the universe. And so that for me, I love doing practices like that. I love being really intentional and symbolic and, and bringing something, a spiritual principle into the physical realm as well. So by you doing that actual act, I think it adds more, um, power to it as well. So, um, you heard me say that you you get d- disconnected from source, right? So how do you get disconnected? So what does it even mean to be disconnected from God or from you know source or love? Uh, there there could be so many things. It could be fear. Uh, fear is so sneaky. It's so sneaky. It 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 creeps up and you don't even realize that you're scared. Um, and you could be scared of what you really want manifesting. You could be actually scared of that because you don't know you're when we are creatures of habit we're creatures of comfort we like to be in our own comfort zone and when something comes along and it's changing things that can be scary for a lot of people and they're not even realizing that they're scared to succeed judgment judgment disconnects us from source from love and judgment is so prevalent and what i find is um we judge we are just some judgy people we judge other people around us we judge this girl's shirt we judge why this girl wore this we judge we judge everything but mostly we judge ourselves we you know most of us are so riddled with judgment of ourselves judgment that we didn't that we're not as far as we should be judgment of how we behaved yesterday and if it was enough to help us manifest you know even on our spiritual journey we judge our spiritual journey we judge how we judge the fact that we feel anxious because if we feel anxious that means that we're um, we're disconnected and oh my gosh, so that means I'm not, you know, believing enough. And so we get into this cycle of judgment and judgment just keeps us further away from love and creates guilt and shame and the ego and all of that. It all comes to disconnect us from love, from source, from God. And sometimes we can pinpoint where the disconnection is coming from and sometimes we can't. But when we, the good news is, is when we feel this way, and I, I know that I'm not alone in this, and sometimes you wake up and you feel anxiety, you feel like uh, something really heavy in your spirit, and it could be, and, and sometimes I wake up and I'm like, well, damn, what did I dream about? Like, what was going on in my dream last night? Um, I have some, I have some kind of thoughts on that because I have been uh, dreaming and 
I'm really going to dive into like energetically what happens when you're sleeping and you know why you would wake up this way. But um, when this happens, when you feel this way, it's really a beautiful invitation. It's an invitation to stay the course. It's an so yes, it's an invitation to lean on your practice that keeps you connected to source. And I know that I, I'm i going to talk about practice a lot and developing a practice because it's so important. And this is when it is so important because it's what connects you to God, the universe. It's where you're going to get all your downloads. It's how you're going to keep going when things are hard because you have that practice. You've, you're working that muscle. You're doing your energetic work. And that is what is so important, especially when you feel these things come up. Because if we are, we're emotional beings and it's okay to feel the, the things that we feel. However, if we are um, swayed and, and we let our emotions dictate our entire lives all the time, we'll never get anywhere. We'll always be spinning our wheels. I'm a super emotional person. I feel all spectrums of emotions um, and so I can go through all spectrums of emotions in one day sometimes. I, I feel really, um, I'm really sensitive to to my emotions. And I love to feel my emotions because I know that when you feel the deep, dark ones, you also feel the really great ones really intensely as well. So I think it's really a gift to be able to feel your emotions. So there's nothing wrong with feeling them, but they can't dictate what's going on. They can't dictate what you do. They can't dictate um, how you live your life because because you would be all over the place. And I can attest to that because that has been what I've witnessed in my own personal life until I really started developing practices and, and doing the things and showing up and making commitments. And those are the things that move you forward in life. So what do you do when you wake up and you feel instantly overcome, you know, with doubt and panic and anxiety and, and worry? So one thing, and I just touched on it is, you need to honor the fuck out of your feelings. You need to honor how you feel. Honor your feelings. So this is this can be really difficult for people. And I know, um, you know, for me, it was trying to mask feelings for a long time or trying to, oh, I feel this feeling. It's so yucky. I don't want to feel this anymore. Let's, you know, talk about it. Let's try to talk ourselves out of this feeling. And we all want to skip over the part where we have to honor what we're feeling. And just like what I said, um, you know, I will tell people who feel really, and sometimes, you know, if you've heard my story, you know that I've dealt with depression. And what I will share with another person who's dealt with depression is that, you know, that is feeling so intensely into sadness and that feeling not not everyone feels that. Not everyone in f- feels that intense pain and sadness where it actually manifests in your physical body as well. But what I will share with people and what I truly believe is that the fact that you have the ability to feel into that such deep, dark despair, and not everyone does, not everyone feels that, it is such a beautiful thing when you realize that that means that you also have the ability to feel that deeply also into unrelenting joy, into unrelenting peace. You can love just as deeply as you can feel that despair. And so it's also, it's it's like a blessing. It's like a 
Um, it's an amazing thing when you are someone who has felt the deep despair of depression because on the flip side of it, you are also allowed to feel all these other emotions on the other side of the spectrum more deeply also. So it's amazing. And I think it's something that has contributed to me. And once I've got on the other side and out of that depression, and I'm able to feel because I I allow myself and I honor my feelings. And I understand now that I feel so deeply that I can feel so deeply on the opposite spectrum, that it's actually a beautiful thing. And I'm so grateful for that. So I share that with people who sort of, if you are someone who's, who's dealt with depression, um, just take that and know that that is, it's actually an amazing, amazing, amazing gift. If you know how and what to do with your emotions, you have the ability to feel deeply and it's, it's a beautiful thing. So honor your feelings, feel it wherever you feel it, feel it in your chest, feel it in your stomach, wherever you feel it, just let it feel, honor it, honor it, acknowledge it, talk to it, say, I honor you. I I feel you. I I understand. I, I mean, I may not understand, but I feel you. I honor you. And talk to that feeling. I feel you, anxiety. I feel you in my chest. I honor you. Um, and know that you're okay as you are, even with your anxiety. So it's so important. It's, it's not about pretending that it doesn't exist. It's not about dwelling on things or becoming obsessed with things so you know that we give them life. But you know, we don't want to be dwelling on these feelings of anxiety and doubt. We don't want to give them life. We don't want to, you know, end up a week in bed, guilt, anxiety, shame ridden. We don't want to be that way, worry, we can't get up. Um, but we also want to um, honor them, but we don't want to, we don't want to obsess over them and give them life because we're human and we are allowed to feel all the emotions on the spectrum. That, that's really the beauty of life. So honor them, let them come through. The next thing you need to do is you need to shift your energy. So once you've honored them, you know, take some time to feel them. It's okay. I mean, even if you spend a day and you just Netflix in the bed because you're feeling anxiety ridden and that's what you feel like you need to do to honor yourself that day or honor your feelings that day, fine. Fine. Honor them. Do that. Do exactly that. Do Remember, you don't have to understand where they are coming from. You Now it's time you need to do your energetic work. So you need to shift your energy. So that would be the second thing. You know, One, you need to honor your feelings. Then you need to shift your energy. You need to do your energetic work. Sometimes for me, when I worry about something that is really pointed, so maybe I'm worried about a specific you know, bill I need to pay or a date that's coming up that I know that I have to you know, speak or talk to someone or like a hard conversation and I am specifically, and it's very pointed, I know where that anxiety is coming from. Um, I find that EFT is super effective for this because EFT is about honoring where you are. It's about honoring your feelings. It's about, um, you know, accepting who you are for who you are right now. And then it's also about like working through, um, shifting that energy and EFT, I find is super effective. If there is one thing that you are really, um, anxious about or worrying about that you want to sort of shift the energy around. 
So I love doing that. Other times when you're not quite sure, when you are feeling more of like a general anxiety, maybe you wake up and, you know, it's about multiple things and you're just, you're just kind of anxious. You're worried. You don't really know where it's coming from. Um, this is when I like to drop into meditate meditation and just try to get back, um, the connection with source. I just try to get connected to the universe. Just try to get some sort of download to come through that will, um, help you through the situation or even give you insight to the situation and what's, um, what's happening. So maybe you can understand better and how to work through it. And, or maybe it can, um, the universe can reveal to you what it is that is giving you that anxiety so that you're able to then work through that and shift that energy around. Um, you can do things like you can burn incense, you can cleanse your space, um, use healing crystals, move around. Um, exercising is, would be, is a good way to shift your energy. It's also a really good practical thing for anxiety and, uh, dancing, dancing shifts your energy in such a positive way as well. But you need to get your energy stirred up in any way or any multiple ways that you know how. So once you acknowledge those feelings, like when you want to start you know, changing and you want to start saying, okay, like I'm going to move past this worry and anxiety today. Like then you need to find ways to shift your, um, you need to find ways to shift your energy. The next thing you need to do is you need to give it time and give it space. So, you know, any, an important part of developing any spiritual energetic practice is giving it time. So just because you meditate, just because you wake up and you feel, um, you feel anxious about something does not mean that uh, once you meditate that it's going to go away. And I'm going to take it back to the developing a practice thing, you guys, because the more that you meditate, the more that you do the energetic practices, the more that when you need them and you come back to them, they're going to be helpful to you. And it's not a slap a bandaid on it type of practice. It's a practice where you get better at, even even in meditation, if you've ever meditated, you know that when you first start out, it, it's really difficult to focus and you don't really fall into a deep meditative state at first. Um, you know, it wasn't until I, I really developed that practice where I could fall into a deep meditative state for 30 minutes. Easy, easy, easy. Um, before maybe I could like, you know, maybe fall into a meditative state for maybe three minutes when I first started out, maybe. Um, and maybe I wouldn't even say like a deep meditative, not a deep, but you know, where I wasn't, my mind wasn't racing and I needed to slow down. So it's about that practice. So if you, just because you meditate one time after you're feeling anxious, it doesn't mean that you're not going to be anxious anymore. Sometimes you're going to feel disconnected for hours, sometimes days, and that's okay. You continue to honor the commitments that you've made to yourself, meaning this is not the time to drop into off into a deep, dark hole. This is not the time that, you know, we talked about before, um, letting your emotions guide your life and you living through your emotions. It's okay to feel them, but this is the time where you stay connected to your practice. This is the time that you stay connected to your vision. This is the time that you lean on those things and you continue to do those things. You stay you stay connected to your your promises, your commitments that you've made to yourself and you keep and you continue to do those things. It's actually 
a really beautiful invitation for you to continue to do those things through this because that really strengthens your um, self-love and discipline and devotion to yourself that strengthens all of that when you can do it through a time like this as opposed to doing it when everything feels happy and feels great for you. Um, the last thing that is um, and and then you you need to you need to continue trusting in the process. You have to trust the process that you that in your practice you're gonna stay connected to the universe, and you're not always gonna hear. You're not always gonna get downloads. You're not always gonna feel amazing and la 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 la. You're not always gonna feel that way. There's gonna be times that you don't feel that. However, that doesn't mean that you're not moving forward, and that doesn't mean that your practice isn't getting stronger, or that you're not um, your connection is not to you know to the universe is not stronger, but you need to trust the process and you need to trust in God. You need to trust in that relationship, that connection that you have that, and and that's why it's okay to give it time and space because you know that you're going to come through it and you're going to come out of it. And the next thing you need to do is you need to check yourself. You need to check yourself. Sometimes the answer is in how you treat yourself. So I find this so much in anxiety, worry, doubt, all of that. And even even in feeling some negative emotions, even even sadness, even, you know, as going through depression, I this is this is true in this too. But sometimes you're anxious because you're not taking care of your body. Sometimes you are down because you're not taking your body. Maybe you're just fucking dehydrated. Maybe you haven't had any nutrients your body feels like shit when your body feels like shit and you treat your body like shit you will feel like shit it is so hard to separate this connection it is so hard you can't you can't separate this you can't up level and have all this great energy and 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 have this spiritual connection and do all these things to spirit and not to body it just doesn't work the spiritual world and the physical world are just so hand in hand so if you're feeling all these emotions that you don't want to necessarily feel or you're not sure where they're coming from it might be because your ass is tired it might be because you're tired you're dehydrated you don't have any nutrients and it's hard to feel high to 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 vibe on a high frequency and when you are a person who vibes on a high frequency i will say for myself very high frequency high vibe you know i am you know really i'm happy i'm an extrovert i'm you know my vibe is really really high and and being around people i draw energy from that but i will say that sometimes you you can get depleted especially when you're you know a person like me like i'm giving i'm putting out all this content i'm trying to um sometimes i give my energy to other people by coaching and helping and doing things like that you get depleted and you need to recharge and part of your recharging is your physical recharging you know like i do things you know i, I got to get a massage i've starting to do that practice. I get IV therapy. I make sure that I eat. I get the proper nutrition. I am working really hard right now on trying to get enough water because those things go hand in hand and they keep you from getting burnt out. And you need that as someone who's trying to vibe on a higher frequency. You need to check how you're treating your body because it's going to be so important to you getting to that next level 
and vibing on an even higher, higher frequency. So get some proper nutrition, exercise, get some sun. You guys, I'm like a sun goddess. Like I love to sunbathe. I love anything with the sun. If the sun's out, I'm in the sun. I love it. If it's raining for a week, I can't handle it. I start to go stir crazy. I need to be energized from the sun. So find what that is for you and make sure that you're paying attention to that as well. So if you enjoyed this episode, if this is something that uh, spoke to you, please, as always, share it. Leave me a review. If you're not following me on Instagram, come and follow me at Angie M. Jordan. Tell me what you think of the podcast. I would love, love, love to hear from you and get your ideas on what you want to hear more of in the Happy As Fuck podcast. See you in the next episode. Yeah.